Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an international leadership podcast. Business coach Bob Reich tackles the issues that plague business professionals today. With candor and transparency, he provides real-life answers to the real-world issues with his years of experience and practical wisdom. He will inspire you with value and provide you with practical answers to help you navigate through life's greatest circumstances. Welcome to Here's the Caveat. Take it away, Bob. Welcome to Here's the Caveat, an intentional leadership podcast with Coach Bob Rich. I'm Bob Rich, your host, and thank you so much for joining us this week. For those of you who are our loyal listeners, I want to thank you not only for listening, but also sharing your experiences and the value that you receive each and every week with your friends, your family, and your business partners. I always love hearing your feedback and how this podcast is helping you in your leadership. For those of you who are new listeners, welcome. Thank you so much for listening. And I want to invite you to listen to past episodes. There are many episodes on Here's the Caveat that can really help you each and every week and provide you even more value. Today, I want to talk about how to leverage your wins and your losses. How to leverage your wins and your losses. It really comes down to this. What are you thinking? And many of you that have listened to many of the episodes, you will notice that I talk a lot about how we think and what our mindset is each and every day because that's where the battle is every single day. Where's the battle that we face? It's in our minds. It's how we think. And every day we're going to experience wins. We're going to experience losses. That is the reality. And today, I want to talk about how to leverage those wins and losses and how to use your wins and your losses to be more significant. Not only to be significant, but also understand that significance is a vital part of being successful. I say a lot that a person can be successful and not significant. However, when you're significant, you're successful. Successful And success is based on what you do for yourself, whereas significance is how you impact those around you, not just for today, but for generations to come. So the question today is, what are you thinking? Could your thinking be halting your success and your significance? Everywhere you look, you see motivational quotes. You see articles, jewels of wisdom. Be honest. It is overload. You may be one of those people that just hear and listen to them every day. You also might be one of those like myself who put a lot of that information out. Even at Caveat Institute, you will be bombarded with articles and quotes and posts every single day. Here's the caveat. The motivational The positive content today is not the problem, nor is it the solution. The problem and the solution is within you. Let me repeat that. The problem and the solution is not in what we see and what we hear. The problem and the solution is within you. See, the question is not what is the problem and the solution. The question is, is really what you're thinking. And specifically, what are you thinking in your wins 
and what are you thinking in your losses? We hear a lot today on winning and losing. From Donald Trump to Charlie Sheen. We hear winning. Uh, we hear you're going to win a lot. We're going to win so much you're going to get tired of winning. We hear so much about winning today. We hear, we get, we see it on TV. We see it in the news. We hear it in political campaigns. We hear it everywhere. Win, win, win. We see it on the football fields and the baseball fields and the basketball courts. We hear it everywhere we go and we, we, we are focused on winning. What does winning really mean? If we don't understand how to leverage it, is it really helping you become successful and more significant? On the other side, we hear a lot about losing. How losing is not losing, it's really learning. How many of you heard that? It's not about losing, it's learning. We don't win and lose, we win and learn. How often have we heard that motivational statement? And I know many of you are probably rolling your eyes because we hear those things all the time and you wonder, do they really have an effect in our lives? Do they really impact us the way they should? And I will say the same thing about winning and losing. We all win, we all lose. However, are we able to leverage our wins and our losses to become more significant. Let's discuss winning and losing. The issue is the focus. Is it on wins and losses, or is it on how to leverage? Today, we're going to change the way that we think about winning and the way we think about losing. Wins and losses are the reality. We will always experience them both. So the question is, is how do you handle a win will determine if you'll keep winning. How you handle a loss will determine if you keep losing. Or it will tell you if you're ready to, if you are experiencing a plateau. The majority of people who experience winning often tend to, number one, over-celebrate. A lot of times the issue that we focus on on winning is people tend to over-celebrate. They tend to celebrate to the point like it's, you have finished the race, you have finished the contest, and you have won, and it's now over. Remember, a win is nothing more than finishing and crossing the finish line to get ready for the next race. Oftentimes in our lives and in our businesses, the finish line is nothing more than the next starting line. Yes, we can enjoy the win. However, does that win become more of a celebration where we lose sight of starting the next race? So one of the issues that we talk about in winning is do we over-celebrate? The next issue is do you forget the people who are there for you? Remember, you don't win alone. You don't win by yourself. There's a lot of people that are around you. There's a lot of people that contribute to your victory. There's a lot of people that contribute to your win. Do you forget those people that are around you? A great leader is often said that they take more blame than what they should, and they should take less credit than what they should. The question is, when a leader looks into the window or out into the parking lot or into the office. 
You know, when people are, when leaders win, they should look to their team. They should look to the parking lot. They should look to the office. When they lose, they should look in the mirror. Intentional leaders will always accept more blame than what they deserve and less credit than what they deserve. Don't forget about the people who are there for you. Remember the team around you. The reason you are where you are is because of your supporting cast. Don't over-celebrate. Don't forget the people who are there for you. And don't think that you're untouchable. Oftentimes in winning, we become untouchable. Oh, I've won. I've done this. And many times we become to the point that we think that we can't stumble. We think that we can't fall back. We believe that we can't plateau because we're so focused on all of our wins that we lose track of circumstances and challenges and opportunities that may come our way because we lose sight of where we're at. The worst thing that a person in battle can do is, after a victory, lose focus on their purpose. Because oftentimes, that's what makes them vulnerable. When a person believes that they're untouchable, they become vulnerable to the temptations, to the opportunities, to the circumstances that come their way, because oftentimes, they experience things that cause them to stop, or they might cause that things might happen that causes them not to be able to get back up. Don't think that you're untouchable. Always be ready for the next opportunity. And four, don't lose sight of the competition and the threats. Oftentimes we say we have no competition. Oftentimes we say we have no threats. In reality, they're around you. Oftentimes, companies that experience great victories, a lot of times they begin to set on their laurels and they start thinking that they are the best and nobody can catch up with them. And they stop training, they stop developing, they stop doing what it took to get where they're at. And next thing you know, other companies come along and overtake them. And oftentimes they lose the traction to keep in the race. This is really tied to don't think you're untouchable. If you think about many of the giant companies in the past, oftentimes they're no longer here because they believe they were untouchable, but more importantly, they lost sight of the competition and the threats. Winning is a great thing. Achieving victories is a great thing. Enjoy them, but realize that the finish line is nothing more than the next starting line. Let's talk about losing. Let's talk about the opportunities that we have when we do experience a loss. Oftentimes when people lose, they tend to overthink. They tend to start thinking, who am I really? Am I really qualified? They start thinking how horrible they are, or they start self-sabotaging themselves because they're overthinking it. Oftentimes when you have a loss, what you need to do is, yes, sit back and Think about, understand what happened, but don't be afraid to get back up and get back into that race. Because oftentimes, a stumble doesn't mean the race is over. All it means is it gives you an opportunity to get back up and restart. Oftentimes, when people lose, 
they lose their focus because they overthink. And they start pulling things back into themselves. And they start thinking they're not qualified or they start losing their self-confidence. So they start losing who they really are. And oftentimes they don't regain the momentum because they believe the race is over. Just because you lost doesn't mean the race is over. There's still a finish line. You can still finish because the finish line is the next start line. And oftentimes, when you have those stumbles, when you have those losses, oftentimes those create experiences that allows you to be more prepared in the next race. When you lose, don't blame the people around you. Don't blame the people who are there for you. Oftentimes, we tend to want to make excuses. We want to give blame. We want to give what happened to somebody else and not take accountability. Don't be afraid to take accountability. Don't be afraid to have the buck stop with you. I always love to read about Navy SEALs. And when a Navy SEAL team has a setback, uh, they have a failure, and the commander of that SEAL team is being questioned. The only answer that is acceptable of what went wrong is for that commander to say, I did not train my people correctly. I need to go back and retrain them. I need to do more training. The moment they blame the team is the moment they are relieved of command. As a leader, you don't blame your team. As a leader, you don't focus on it's their fault. You take responsibility, be accountable, and use that opportunity to go back and retrain, to restructure, to re allocate what really is important you're the leader be that leader don't blame the people who are there for you yes you may need to make changes yes you need to make additions and yes there may be things that need to change but don't look at it. it's their fault you accept the responsibility when i was selling insurance many many years ago i remember i would call people and i would I, and I'd get on the phone with them and say, I'd love to come and talk to you. And sometimes they started screaming and yelling and telling me how the last insurance agent ripped them off, how the last insurance agent didn't follow through with what they promised, how the last insurance agent wasn't who they said they was. And oftentimes the temptation was, is, well, don't yell at me. It wasn't my fault. Don't yell at me because I didn't do it to you. I would say, I'm so glad that you would tell me that because I want to come out there and make it right. And I would walk into that home and let them yell and let them scream and let them get it off their chest. And I would say, at, right at this moment, it doesn't matter who is at fault. I'm taking responsibility. And what was amazing is once I allowed them to vent, get it all off their chest, what would happen was then they would have nothing else to say except how can you help me? And many of my insurance sales came from those experiences. Because when I took the problem away, I was able to help them. And the first thing I took away from them was the blame. I took the blame myself. Even though it wasn't my fault, I took responsibility. In losing, don't begin to think that you're unable. Just as winning, sometimes you think you're untouchable. Oftentimes in losing, we think that we're unable. You are still who you are. You are still successful. You are still significant. Yes, you had a setback. Yes, you had a loss. But you can always get back up. I love in the movie Rocky Balboa when he's talking to his son and he talks about losing is not getting knocked down. It's about when you get knocked down. Life is like when you get knocked down, it's the ability to get back up.
Are you able to take those shots and keep moving forward? Are you able to take those shots and get back up? That's what success and significance is all about. I take losses every day. I take setbacks every day. But when you look at them as a stepping stone or a stumbling block, that's the difference. Don't look at it as a stepping as a stumbling block that knocked you backwards. Look at it as an opportunity to move forward. Yes, you learn from it. Yes, you found out you learned some new things from it. But get back up and start over. I tell this to my clients all the time. You need to start over. Yesterday is yesterday. Start over today. It's a brand new day. And then when you lose, one of the things that happens is you focus too much on your competition and your threats. Whereas people lose sight of them, sometimes you learn to fear them. And oftentimes fear will cause you to set back and become satisfied with less. Yes, that competition is out there. Those threats are out there. Don't be consumed by them. Because oftentimes it's you that all you have to do is get back up and move forward. And oftentimes the competition and threats that are out there, yes, they're out there, but they're not big enough to keep you from moving forward. One thing that keeps people from moving forward, it's what's in their own mind. They believe that they can't. Nobody else is saying that but themselves. All you need to do is get up and put one foot in front of the other. And it's amazing how when you focus on your direction, you focus on your destination, when you have clarity of your direction, when you discover your destination, and that's all you focus on, all of the threats and all the competition move to the side. And it's amazing how when you focus on your direction and your destination, it's amazing how things in front of you become a lot more clear on what to avoid and what not to focus on. Oftentimes when people win and lose in the wrong way of thinking, in both instances, what's the issue? It's arrogance. Arrogance is a sign that slowing down or, or plateauing and having a setback is just around the corner. Oftentimes, yes, when you win, arrogance can be an issue. You over-celebrate. You forget who is there for you. You think you're untouchable, and you lose sight of the competition and the threats. However, in losing, we can be arrogant. You can overthink. It's not about you. It's about the other people. Don't stop because other people are depending on you. Don't blame those around you. It's not their fault. Take responsibility and use it to help other people become more successful and learn from what you've learned from. Don't think that you're unable because you are able. Don't start thinking that you can't because you can because you got where you were because of your hard work and because of where you, what you've done. That hasn't changed. And don't get too blinded with the competition and the threats because they are not strong enough to keep you back when you're focused on your destination and you're focused on your, on your, on your direction. It's so subtle that a person who is arrogant is really aware of it. It's like having a virus or a cold that you're oblivious to. It's there, but you're not focused on it. But oftentimes, if it goes untreated, it can get worse and worse and worse. And next thing you know, it can overtake you. The battle is in the mind. Don't allow your mind to, con to convince you of, un of, real of realizations that aren't reality. 
Only a few can open their eyes and be transparent with themselves to make immediate adjustments before a fall. One of the bravest things you can do, one of the most courageous things you can do is control your own thinking because nobody else can do it for you. This isn't anything new. It's not anything original. It's just a reminder because we all need to focus on how to leverage winning and how to leverage losing. Don't focus on unrealistic expectations. Don't create unrealistic conclusions. And don't assume unrealistic circumstances. You make it happen. Leverage the win to propel you. Leverage your loss to propel you. Both of them can contribute not only to your success, but mostly it can contribute to your significance. And that's the caveat. Have a great day. Thank you for listening today. It is an honor and a privilege to have you as a part of Here's the Caveat. If you would like to reach out to us today, or if you have any questions, you can reach us at 623-628-1996, or email us at coach at bobrish.com. Please follow our LinkedIn page at linkedin.com forward slash in forward slash Robert Rish. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter under Coach Bob Rish or Caveat Institute. You can also visit us at bobrish.com and learn more how Caveat Institute can meet and serve your needs. Also, please consider sponsoring this podcast. Without your support, this podcast would not exist. It is because of your listening and financial support that allows us to impact the world. We have thousands of listeners in over 50 countries because of you. I ask you to consider sponsoring us by placing an advertisement on this podcast or donating at the link provided. Again, it's been an honor to speak with you today. Please enjoy other episodes and stay tuned to another episode next week. And thank you in advance for sharing this podcast and allowing others to receive the value that you have received today. Have a fantastic day, and don't be afraid to be great. This is Bob Rish signing off. See you next week for another episode of Here's the Caveat.